Yo, 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 welcome back to Laundry with Jay across the talk. Welcome back to the show, Ilya on the line. I'm here, I'm here. Yes, tonight we will be talking about moving on. As you heard, Jonathan McReynolds in the background. Shout out to mm. him. But uh, we're going to talk about moving on from friendships, relationships, even family members, even pets. Because let's get into it. Now, when, you, when you're in a relationship, sometimes it's, it's hard to let go. I've been a victim of that letting go. So sometimes you have to go through that phase in life where you just shut, it, shut, him, shut him, her, them, whatever ever pronouns they want to go by, out. Because yeah. you just need yeah. a break from them. And if you constantly see them and talk to them, you're not actually going to move on. You're still going to have those feelings connected. And feelings are the worst. Trust me, you. You ain't lying about that one. Yeah, definitely. You got you to gotta be able to give yourself the opportunity to move on when the situation calls for it. Because you'll be stuck in a never-ending cycle expecting something different to happen. That's also called, called insanity, people. Mm-hmm. So, um, you got an example? Oh. Now, when it comes to relationships, I have a, me personally, I have an issue with letting go because I feel like I put so much time and effort into it. Why should I be letting go? You should be given the same fight I'm given. I should be given one fight and you given like 10% and I'm given a whole <laughs> the rest like that's unfair to me for me to give my all to someone and you give me your ass to kiss yeah that is so, unfair so sometimes you just have to close that chapter <laughs> and write a whole new story with someone else or mm. or by yourself working on things that uplift you to help your career and not just be under another person so quickly. You're right. You're absolutely right. I, um... Oh, it's gonna be a little... I don't want to tell it, but let's, let's just get all the way in there. Let's get all the way in there. <laughs> So I have a friend who um, I had feelings for for years, pretty much since I, since I've known him. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I would do anything and everything for this person, and um, you know, and it was never really reciprocated the thought the the way that I thought it should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I was just expecting too much. But I felt like there should have, should have been some, not that there wasn't ever any any type of reciprocation, but it just wasn't the way that I wanted. And, um, you know, I had to really look at our relationship. And, you know, I felt like I was just being, not that I was being used, but like, you know, I was always there, and whenever whenever he needed anything, I was always there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was never always there for me. And I started realizing, wait a minute, the, the the situation is just not the same. So I had to not only walk away from him, you know. Uh, as a friend, not that I wouldn't speak to him, but I mean, as a friend, I would have, I had to walk away from him. And um, as somebody that I liked and had like feelings for, I had to walk away from that situation. So, and it was definitely, um, definitely a hard thing to do. 
Because mm-hmm. I've known this person for almost 15 years. But, I mean, it is what it is at the end of the day. So, I feel like, you know, it's either me or you. And I got to choose my own happiness. That's why you got to be at peace with yourself. If your energy ain't, ain't aligning with mine, maybe there's the door. That's right. So so let's get into how do you walk away from a family member that's toxic to you? Uh, With my back facing them. See, I never really walked away from a family member. I may have put them on block for like a week or so, but they, they ended up off block because I was just mad. So I never really walk, walked away. Well, I mean, if you, I don't know, was the situation like, did the situation uh, call for you to walk away for them, uh, from them? Like no, that? no, it was just someone said something that they said about me and I went with what they said instead of verifying with my family. Um, okay, well, then that's, yeah, well, that's different. Now, me, definitely, I've had to walk away from family members, and I learned that probably about 10 years ago that, you know, sometimes you're going to have to let these people go. If they, because especially us in, in the black community, we are taught you got to respect our elders, you know, family comes first, all of that, you know, all of that BS. But then we got to take so much disrespect and whatever, whatever from them. And I've never been that type of person. So um, I've definitely walked away from family. Um, I have family that uh, that I see on the uh, on the regular that I don't speak to. You know, and it's not like oh, I'm just walking away from. You know, when you do something to me that calls for the situation for me to walk away from you, I'm walking away and I'm not looking back. There's no there's no rhyme or reason uh, for me to keep myself in a situation that is either going to hold me back or, or keep me angry all the time. Uh, you know, it's like, you know how when you um, when you beefing with somebody, you angry at them, and every time that every time you in the room with them, your attitude change, or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Yeah, I don't want to keep going through that. Every time I'm in the room with you, I, my pressure go up instantly. And yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to do that. So yeah, I will walk away. And I mean, you just have to be bold enough and and strong enough uh, to do it. And you have to tell yourself that this person don't mean me no good. And if this person don't mean mean you no good, then you have to walk away from that. You really do. And some people are scared to walk away from their family. It's like, oh, they they brought me in this world. Okay, what that mean? Well, they ain't bring you in here to um to treat you like that. Because the same respect they require, you require the same respect. That's right. You can't just think because oh, you're the parent, you can talk to me any old kind of way. Nah. Yeah, I definitely respect my parents, you know. Um, but I'm very much so one of the one of either those people who are like bullheaded and I will argue back and forth with you. Luckily for me, I don't have parents who've done anything, you know, that caused me not to uh want to talk to them. But there are people out there who you know, have parents that treat them like crap and then they still, you know, taking care of their parents or doing whatever doing whatever they need to for their parents because they feel obligated to. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. At all. Now, with friendships, I think friendships, if, if it really wasn't a friendship to me, I could let that go with no no feelings, no remorse, no nothing. Like if I just considered you associate, yeah, I, I'm good. I ain't got to You ain't got to know why I just stopped talking to you. No, no, no questions, no ends, ands, or buts. That's right, because you ain't got to explain yourself to nobody. For me, when it comes to friendship, I feel like 
depending on what you did determines how I leave you alone. Mm-hmm. Because if you steal, if you if you talk about me behind my back, um, or don't you show me disloyalty, then I'm done with you. The moment I find out what's going on, I'm done with you immediately. Um, you know, if it's done, if it's something dumb, then we can probably fix it. But as far as a friendship, um. I don't want to let those go, but I will if I have to. And and especially, you know, there are some people who you might be friends with or somebody might be friends with um, that don't really want to see you succeed or don't really want to see you move to the next uh, phase in your life or the next level in your life. And they're really hating on you and whatnot. And they're doing stuff to sabotage you. And those people are out there. And if you find out you got some of those people in your circle, you need to leave them alone ASAP. Yeah, you need to reevaluate your whole situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't want to see me succeed, then you can't be my friend because my friends will see me succeed. And Speaking about succeeding, you know, you have some partners who they feel like your career option, you shouldn't do it. And they want to try to say, no, you shouldn't do that. And then they still want to be with you. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's right. That is so right. Like, how can you, how could you still, how can you utter those words to your partner, your mate, your wife, your husband, your baby mama, your baby dad, whoever, whoever have you? And then still think they're going to come kiss you, make love to you, whatever, and still be with you. Oh, no, you don't piss them off to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Okay, because uh, I think I know where you're going with this one. Uh-huh. I was just speaking in general. Okay, well, I mean, I really literally had this uh, situation happen to me. Um, you know, I had somebody who you ever just you ever just, you know, meet somebody and when y'all start talking, they just seem like the perfect person. And then you date him and you know, y'all chilling or whatever and y'all had this long relationship. Well, that was that was and I'm not gonna say we were like in a full relationship, but um we've known each other for years. Um you know, but then uh, he tells me that he doesn't want me to pursue music. Now, for me, this is the one thing I've wanted to do with my life since I was a child. A lot of people don't know what they want to do when they grow up. I did. It's my biggest passion. So it was going to happen. He didn't want me to do music. And I had to let him go. It was perfect in every other way, but I had to let him go. Because you can't tell me that you don't want me to follow my dreams um, and just, just be kept up under you. That makes me think that you're trying to control me. You know, that makes me feel like, okay, now you want to take away something from me. Now you want to control me. You want to provide everything so that you can say that you provided everything. Mm-mm. That's a control issue. That's what it sounds like to me. And I always tell people, do not be controlled. Because they will try to control you. And, and you be the most controlling one, and they trying to control the most controlling one. What? That don't even make sense. Yeah, I've never been somebody who could be controlled, but you know, I've never been with anybody who ever said not to do what it was, what it is that I'm meant to do. It's like when you first get someone, get with someone in the beginning. It's like, oh, that's the happiest time of their life, and then. Months go down the line. Oh, you, you get to see the real them. 
See how possessive, conniving, manipulative. Oh, maybe I'm going too, too far. You, you see, but the problem is, is that people don't date anymore. People get into relationships fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. They don't date before it's official, so you don't get to see all of those things because now you're in a relationship. Well, now you have a commitment to somebody. Now, now you're starting to see all of that other stuff. Now, see, for me, as far as relationships, I'm not trying to get into no relationship. But if I was getting into a relationship, it would it would not take me long. The moment that I see something that I know is going to be a problem for me, I'm out. You on the next? You up in the playground getting it, getting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to be out because ain't nowhere in hell that I'm, you see, I've dealt with a lot of shit dating people before, being with people before, and then I've come to the conclusion, like, these people don't have no hold on my life, so why am I giving them the power to do what it is that they want to do in my life? Mhm. No, thank you. Like some people you get with, they they cause you all this headache, heartache. Like they don't even know boundaries are balanced with their the people that are causing all the drama in your whole situation. Like, like if you don't know what boundaries mean, and I'm very big on boundaries. Like you should have boundaries with everything. Friends, work, career. Well, no, career always need to be at the top, but uh, but you still need boundaries with that because sometimes you can put too much in it, and you need time for yourself. You need to go on a vacation somewhere. You need boundaries with everything. What's that saying? Everything in moderation. Mm -hmm. Even moderation. Child, I mean, you just gotta boundaries so important to me, especially I've been, you know, working on boundaries in therapy. Mm-hmm. Because although that I although I have boundaries with uh potential partners, um I have a I have a problem with certain family members and certain like situations with friends and stuff like that. So I've learned to give myself some boundaries. You know, with anybody. You got to do that. Yeah, you got to do it in order to have yourself, in order to not lose your mind. To be honest with you, you got to do that sometimes. Because you'll lose your, your mind and yourself and a whole nother person. Mhm. When you lose yourself, you don't even recognize yourself when you look in the mirror. And who wants to get to that part? That who wants to get to that point? No. Nope. That's why you need to move on. You, you see a first to... red flag, you need to be run to the hills. Mhm. I'm like, I mean, I seen a red flag before, and I ignored it. And I said I wasn't going to ignore another red flag again. And I did. <laughs> Biggest mistake of my, my life. Look, you know, you know me. I could go on a date with somebody and see a red flag at the date, and I'm getting up and walking out. Because why? You got your own keys. Mm-hmm. Now, that's another conversation. See, and that, well, you know what? Let me just let the people out there know. I know y'all like to get into these relationships quick, but if you go into on a first date, second date, and third date with somebody, you just have to be sure. If you got your own car, don't have this person pick you up. Okay? Don't have this person pick you up. Always have your own stuff. So if you need to leave, 
you can leave on your own. And it's not just like for um, an emergency. Maybe this person's crazy or something like that. But maybe you just not vibing. Um, you might not be like me because I will just get up without saying anything and walking out the door. But you can have your best friend on standby. You can have your best friend text you or call you and, you know, act like something serious is going on so you got to leave. If that's what you got to <laughs> do, do that. But make sure you have the ability to leave when you want to. There ain't nothing worse than waiting on a ride. Mm-mm. Especially with somebody you ain't uh, you ain't vibing with or you just you know that you, you this ain't it. You're not going to like them. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't have nobody pick me up. And I'm not picking nobody up because I'm not a Uber, Lyft, a taxi, a bus, train, plane, or any <laughs> other vehicle that transports human beings. <laughs> so, I need you to have your own keys. Or a way that you can get to and from because until we are in a relationship, I'm not picking you up and I'm dropping you off. You can't borrow my car. None of that. And even when we in a relationship, you can't can't borrow my car. There's no reason why you should be asking me any of those questions. Now, there is a logical reason when you say ask that question. Okay, I see if your car got to go in the shop for a day or two. Or yeah, you may borrow it, or I may drop you off, whichever whichever one I'm in the mood for. But other than that, nah. I drop you off. Borrow? I don't know. Even when you met, even when you met, mm-mm. Oh, now that's a whole nother conversation. Since moving on went so quickly, might as well talk talk about when you first get into a situation and how um some people believe in the I love Lucy theory. Sleeping in separate beds, separate rooms sometimes. Separate houses. Uh, <laughs> separate houses. To, to some too, <laughs> because it's okay to want that that uh, that couple time, but after a while, it's over. Go back to your house, and I go back to my mind. Back to mine. Yeah, um, I'm not living. I'm not living with anybody, and that's for married people too. I'm telling you, when I get married, my my uh partner needs to have their own house. They might even be able to live in a house that I bought, maybe. But you're not living in the same one as me. You can come mm-hmm. over. What if they wanted to be in a, a different wing? And you're in wing A and they'd be in wing C. Oh no! You got to be in Wing Z if, uh, <laughs> if you gonna be in my house because I'm a very like I'm a very like uh, I like to be around uh, people at one moment and then the next moment I don't want to be around anybody. Mm-hmm. So I need, and I just don't need nobody to be all up in my face when I want to be alone, which is most of the time. I got work to do, you know. I got multiple business. businesses. Like, shout out I'm to not... your multiple businesses. Okay. Um, when you got a lot of stuff to do, like this. I need my space. I need my space. And I would want to be with somebody who has a lot of things to do as well. Um, and they're okay with me in their space. We ain't got to live together. You can come over and stay for a couple couple weeks, maybe a month or two. Two days at depending on depending on the mood. Depending on the mood, 
or depending on, you know, which part of the house you are going to be in. And if I do allow you to stay for a while, get your ass up and cook your own food because I'm not doing that unless I'm trying to be all romantical. <laughs> but but um, I got too much to do. I want you to cook for me, actually. You could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's go back to move, moving on. So say you moved on from your mate and y'all did live together, but y'all broken up and y'all still live together, but in separate rooms. And that is not okay with me. And they want to bring other people to mess with, hunch on, whatever. How would... You would not get the opportunity to walk into a place that I lay my head down and bring somebody else after we done broke up. Now, depending on how the breakup was, um, some people might say, hey, it's fine. If they had a good, you know, uh, a, a good breakup and they're still friends or whatever, it wasn't anything terrible. They just felt like they shouldn't be together. Or maybe somebody would be okay. But if we had a bad breakup and we still living together, and you gonna bring somebody in? See, a bitch like me will wait until you get home with somebody, have all the lights shut off. I have some night vision goggles on in the freezer, and I will shoot and shoot. Oh my goodness. I'm telling you, as soon as you walk through that door, it's pitch black. Have y'all seen the movie Acrimony when she was sitting in the chair smoking her cigarette? Yeah, and I'd be, and I'd have had that cigarette lit. That'd be the only <laughs> light you see in the house. And then you'll see that tape, that taser. Oh, shock the shit out of me. <laughs> you, you can't do that to me. Mm-mm. Which is why I don't need to be living with nobody. So what if you leave for work and you come home and you have a sense someone else has been in your house? Like mm. your dog your dog is acting funny, the cat the cat's acting funny, the fish is acting funny. I wouldn't need me any of them animals to know that somebody been in my house. I'm so good that I know when anything has been touched. I don't care if you just turn the uh the the, the picture on the uh end table. One sixteenth of an inch. I will notice. <laughs> oh, see, I'm the same way. I, as soon as I enter, I'm like, oh, this smells off. Mm-mm, something's wrong. Smells off. Something's off. The energy is off. And you know, I'm a big energy person, so. Yeah, because when I leave, it's butterflies and singing and voice barking. And, oh, no, this, so if he got an attitude when I come in, oh no, what what what's up? Mm-hmm. So I will know when somebody I'm look the energy like I can pick up somebody's energy just from touching the wall. If I touch the wall and pick up somebody's energy that doesn't belong here, let's just say that person will never enter that house. Again, I ain't saying voodoo or nothing like that. Although I'm not against it, but um, my energy is really strong. You ain't gonna want to enter that house again at all because I think it should be a level of respect. It should be. And the fact that somebody would bring somebody in there, I mean, that tells me that they don't respect you. Especially if the whole time y'all were together, 
you cheated on people and brought them to the same house, to the same mm-hmm. room. Mm mm mm. No 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 no. Yeah, you're not get you're not getting in this house. And if you get in, you probably not gonna leave. I'm just mm You're not gonna leave unless you uh leaving um in a body bag or on a gurney somewhere. Somebody will be assisting you out. Oh, what's that um song? I them Odyssey brothers. Buster, it's two o'clock there in the morning, but you been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know when they've been up to no good too. Something will wake you up out your sleep. It sure will. Let Have you searching you. around? And that has happened to me. Oh my God, I had to wake up out my sleep one time and I had to search the whole perimeter of my house. Because I was like, something ain't right. Yeah, when that spirit of discernment wakes you up. Mm-hmm. You better know. Playtime is over. Yeah. That ain't no lie. You ever just you ever wait you, like you ever been dreaming and like you hear the words get up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You jump up like that? Oh my god! Yeah, baby, but um, baby, you better listen. Mhm. But um, yeah, with situations like that, you have to be strong enough to say, "All right, well, I'm just going to move on. I'm mm. just going to go." You know, let it be what it is. Because I think sometimes what happens is that people say that they're going to move on, but then the other person does something and then, or says something, or makes a call, or sends a letter, or shows up out of nowhere, um, and then you fall back in love with them, or at least enough to want to be in their presence. And, um, when you do that, you know, that's kind of taking a step backwards. I feel, and I've done it for years, you know, so I understand, but until you, until you actually let that person go and you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to be that person that is there for them all the time or, or whatever. You know, they can keep coming back and forth or whatever, but they don't need me. And the problem is with certain people, it's that's what they're used to, so they become complacent with it, and they don't Mm -hmm. know how so when it's time for change or growth, they're scared. They're they're walking in fear. Mm Mm-hmm. And you should never walk in fear. I mean, you can't because, I mean, what benefit are you going to get out of walking in fear? Moving in fear, like, what, what, how is that going to help you get anywhere in life? Ain't going to help you get nowhere. So, whatever it is you need to do, you might as well do it. You need to leave that man leave. Leave that woman leave. She's still mm-hmm. talking to her baby daddy. Got him saved in under Bonquisha or Shanana. Leave her. Mm-hmm. Cause they good for hiding the name. I'm telling you. You can't run game Don't... on somebody that ran game. Mhm. Sometimes you gotta let people go when you uh first like start interacting with them. Now, I know somebody who 
um, who works with somebody that likes them. Mm-hmm. But they don't, and the 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 the, the girl's pretty. He he uh like he uh he thinks she's pretty or whatever. She likes him, but he's like, I'm not getting into anything with her just because of some of the stories that she told him about her baby dad and all that other stuff. He was like, yeah, I don't want to do it because I don't want to be a part of nobody's drama. And I said, well, that's very, uh, that's very smart. Maybe she, you know, y'all can be friends and get to know each other better. But right now, you don't want to be a part of nobody's drama. You got to let them go from the beginning. You can still, you know, be her friend or whatever, but don't get into nothing with her because then baby dad come around. Who's this? Now you got to fight the baby dad or whatever. Like, nah, it's not worth it. Like, we're getting too old to be fighting people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely too old to be fighting people. I'm not saying that I won't. If you asking for an ass whooping, but <laughs> I'm definitely getting up there. I don't need to be fighting nobody. But don't let that skin fool you. Please don't. Because <laughs> that black may not that. crack. Okay. You can get his hands on you. Yeah, something gonna be cracked. <laughs> <laughs> the hands were fast, and they are deadly. They get busy. But um, yeah. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to move on. Sometimes, and that's the guy's honesty. Sometimes it's just hard to move on because whatever sentiment you got towards this person or memory or whatever, but all of that is just you making an excuse as to why you are not going to move on. And I didn't say why you can't move on because you can. You're making an excuse as to why you're not going to. Mm-hmm. Mm. Have you ever made an excuse up in your mind as to why you weren't going to leave someone? Oh, see, I've been so so bad to the point I even prayed to to let the person stay with me. Mm. I don't think I ever told anybody this, <laughs> but yeah. I've been to that point where I even pray, let this person stay with me. Because I'm not ready yet. Wow. That's deep. Yeah, I think we all, I don't know about praying, because I, I definitely didn't do that. But I have made up excuses as to why I wanted somebody to stay with me. Or somebody, or wanted to keep somebody and not let them go. I've definitely done that. But, um, you prayed for them to stay because you weren't ready to let them go. Mm-hmm. That's me. And that's selfish. I'm sure we about to go in when we get off this podcast. <laughs> 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 That'd be a whole different conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I got some questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't talk about on the podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And for everybody, and for everybody who's listening that does not understand, we are best friends, <laughs> and I will get this thing together if I need to. Lord have mercy. No matter how I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh my god, that was funny though. But yeah. But I mean, I, I've been to the point where, because I was depressed, and I know my depression gets mental health is a whole different episode too. Mental health when you get depressed and when you when you're about to break up with somebody, that's serious, and some people can't take that heartache. Mm-hmm. Like that heartache is hard on some people, so you rather just. So my theory was: let me pray, so when I'm ready, I can leave them. I can be mentally prepared, but that was still selfish. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, that. but you know what? In these situations, we tend to be. Uh, Selfish because the whole, our whole makeup of the human body and mind and everything is about survival. It's about that's our primitive instinct. So we get selfish in situations that can be hurtful to us. But yeah, that was selfish. You put like to the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Just like um, when you when you initially break up with someone, you go through this phase where you may pick up a vice to hide the pain for 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 a brief moment. You can pick up weed, alcohol. You can even hell. There is different levels of breakup that you go through. There's your vices you go through. You go to other people to find to take away the, the thought of him or her by sleeping with random people you just meet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it hides the pain for a brief moment. But when you're done, that person is still in your mind. Mm-hmm. So you took it away for what? Because some, sometimes sex lasts people five minutes. Not even then. I don't even go down that road because I got now, now. If you only five minutes and and you took you took your mind off for five minutes, you could have had a glass of wine, wrote a wrote a song, wrote a poem, wrote did a puzzle, painted a picture, even did a business plan okay. for five minutes. I'm not gonna go into this five minute conversation with you. Mm-mm. Because we'll go down that rabbit hole forever. Because I'd be laughing. Too. But yeah, I'm five minutes ain't even enough to take my mind off of anything. Because I'll still be thinking about it during that five minutes. Because if you only giving me five minutes, then it wasn't good enough in the first place. You're like, oh, it was too good. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, more issues than Vogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh... and also when you get into a situation, there's also I think people make the the misunderstanding of how some people they may talk to you in the beginning and they're getting to know you. It's like they want. They want to get to know you instead of need. It's like there's a difference between wanting a mate and needing a mate. Uh-huh. Well, you don't need a mate at all. You, there's a lot you don't need in life. Yeah, we just... The things that you need are shelter, water, air, electricity, you know, and some money in your pocket. And that's people make the mistake. And that's, and that's why I always tell people, you better be careful because God will humble you right before your face. And you know, you know what I always tell everybody. Be careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. And be specific when you do wish. Come on and speak on experience. <laughs> Oh my God! You know I got the biggest experience of life. 
not <laughs> being not being specific. So please, if you're gonna wish for something, make sure that you are specific. Yes, you got to be. Because if, if not, you can get any old thing. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, when you are in a situation, like I've been, I, to be honest, I've been in a situation where um, I was no longer with somebody that I really liked, and I was talking the hell out of their Facebook, Instagram, you know, I was going by the house every, uh, every time I would drive to anywhere, I would just go by the house just to try to catch them, see if they were taking out the trash or something like that, you know, I had gotten to that point. And, I mean, sometimes it is hard to just move on. My feelings were all wrapped up. And this is the time before before I became who I am now because I don't get my feelings tied up in anything. Um, but my feelings were all wrapped up in him. Mm-hmm. And I tried to make sure that, you know, I could see him at any chance that I could. So now I'm just wasting gas riding past your house to see if you're going to take the trash out or you're going to walk to the corner store or some bullshit like that. So depending on who it is and how your relationship was and how the breakup was can determine how you react. Like if it was if it was real toxic like the whole course of your relationship and towards the end, it just got worse. Oh, baby. They ain't going to be a nice bone in your body. When it comes to that, that certain individual. Now, earlier, you you were talking about acrimony. Now, that movie was a big lesson on moving on. Now, I know we don't have uh, equal views on that movie, but the whole consensus of that movie was basically about moving on, um, if you look at it that way, because she had to move. She was with this man and whatever he cheated and, you know, all that dumb stuff, and she stayed with him and stayed with him. But in the on. beginning, she got her first red flag. She did. And she did not follow it. Instead, she jumped in the car and rammed the fucking trailer. <laughs> um, but eventually, after he lost her mom's house and everything, she moved on. Or she had, or she seemed that she moved on. Until he but came he- back and brought her a check. And that was, that was her way of thinking that he was wanted her back. Now, now see, this is, this is, this is my thing. I felt like, okay, he got her mom's house back and he gave her a check. And now she saw the money sign and she wanted to come back. Oh, see, I didn't even look at it that way. That's how I was looking. Now you see that he, well, one, she, one because she felt, she felt like she was the one, I mean, and she was the one that was holding him down while he was trying to do all his little inventions and everything. Yeah, for 20 years. She was holding him down, and she was, but she left him. Now, when he came back and he gave her the money for always being there for him or whatever, well, you got that money. He thanked you. And 
that should have been enough. But now that this man gave you millions of dollars and he has millions of dollars, now you want more? So you want okay. to go back? So the reason why she wanted more is because the other girl was getting everything that he promised her. And I, I get where she was coming from. Like, don't promise me something. Be a person, be be a person of your word. Don't renege on your word. So I got where she was but, coming from. But she but she left but she left me. So why should she get why should why should I if you left me, why should I give you everything that I said that I was gonna give you if you left me? Because sometimes people take people's words to heart. So I'm supposed to get a boat named after you and give you this place up in the sky and all of that because uh because I made this money after you left me. I don't think so. I'm not doing all that. this all this is promises promises that were made under the pretense that we were going to stay together. See, but I I understand that theory, but at the end of the day he still named the boat after the name he said he was going to name after her. Now, if if he was moving on, moving on, he should have named the boat something totally different. Well, you, you can't tell nobody what to do. I mean, you can, maybe but... Maybe that's just what he wanted to name the boat. You know, still. I don't know. He got that place, that, that uh, penthouse all the way up at the he said he was going to do that, and he did. But and he, he did it for five months. Huh? And he said, come on. Yeah. You know. But um, he just did it with somebody else. Now, you, you can't be mad that he did it with somebody else. You left, and he moved on. And she moved on. Well, she tried, and then he, uh, uh, yeah, she tried, and he, and then he moved on. So, I mean, what do you, what do you want somebody to do? Like, and that drives you crazy after that. Like, right. sometimes you just gotta let it go. I don't need all that drama in my life. Mary J said, no drama in my life. I don't ever want to hurt again. And I, and I agree with her on that. 